You're listening to the Movie of the Week podcast, a podcast about movies which we review every week or until they shut us down. Welcome to another episode of the Movie of the Week podcast. I'm Jim. This is Drew. And this is Jacob. Sit back and relax as we talk about this week's movie, Mortal Kombat. 1995. Three unknowing martial artists are summoned to a mysterious island to complete in a tournament whose outcome will decide the fate of the world. Alright, let's jump into the spoiler-free section of our review, guys. Uh, what do y'all think? Not nearly as quotable as Street Fighter the movie. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know about that, but... <laughs> now, granted, I didn't really like Street Fighter. I prefer Street Fighter 2 the movie. The animated one. The animated uh, one. Ah, okay. I was, I was like, wait a second, what? Where actually Ryu is actually supposed to be the main character. Okay. Um, you don't like Guile. Huh? <laughs> you don't like uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme as Guile. No. Okay, then, moving on. <laughs> moving on, yeah. We will get to that movie when, when we, we get, get to there. that movie. Yeah, that's very <laughs> yes. true. Um, yeah, uh, I don't even know what to say to start this one. Um <laughs> Do you like the video game? If that's the case, you should watch it, just so you know whether or not you like or hate the movie and how much. I was disappointed you couldn't put in the blood code to get the blood going in this one. <laughs> right. I prefer the Sega Genesis Mortal Kombat since you could get actual blood in that and not sweat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wonder if this would have Dang been a better movie with the rated R, if it would have got that high, maybe. Maybe, but I have a feeling it would not. they could not have made it for the demographic they were shooting for in a movie, rate if you uh, rated it. That, if, yeah, if yeah. I mean, they out. were shooting for teenagers, I think, yeah. and uh, a few and young adults. Uh, your best bet there is PG thirteen, yep. and you can't put blood that much blood in a PG thirteen movie, yeah. especially at the time. I think nowadays, yeah. since we've seen movies like Deadpool and their success uh, with well, except Deadpool was R. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying with with yeah. uh, with movies like Deadpool having that R rating having a massive appeal for teenagers, but, you know, with parents who are willing to show their kids oh, yeah, yeah. that sort of thing. I think they probably could do that now if they wanted to and get away with it, but, yeah, I think there is a bigger audience uh, for that now than there was. So back then you were less likely to let them watch that R being that violent, but for some reason you'd let them play the game, which was obviously a mature rating. There were no ratings back then. It was a video game. Video games kids could play. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. To an extent. I'm yeah. not saying I agree with this mentality, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah I, now, if, now, if I remember correctly, be like when we were growing up, be like, did y'all guys ever play Mortal... No. Brian had a copy of Mortal Kombat on Game Boy and yeah. our cousin, and um, we weren't allowed to play it, though. That's right. So, I mean, yeah. we got to play it a couple times on his, but I think that was it. My uh, My parents were not a fan of it. Uh, we didn't even own Street Fighter, so or anything like. I mean, we own Double Dragon, uh, yeah. World Heroes, which I think is a fantastic uh, fighter game. Right. Uh, but which I I I find so ironic that our parents were totally cool with us watching the the classic 1980s of Die Hard and Lethal Weapon and uh, RoboCop and all those amazing radar movies where it was just. Very violent, very bloody, but we weren't allowed to watch Power Rangers or play violent video games. Wait, we watched well, Power Rangers. I don't think Power Rangers was ever a no. I think I think the big I think initially it was. No, it wasn't a no. We watched it when it was new. 
when you were interested in Power Rangers, it was a no. <laughs> Look, I think I think they, I think a lot of what we saw as far as the '80s movies, yeah, when we were small or when it was just Dad at home, yeah, um, and a lot of those were on TV or on TV recordings because I know some of those did not have all the same stuff. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, our first right. few. Yeah, I was gonna say like Robocop. Right. The first yeah, few times you. we watched it weren't full Robocop. Right. It was full probably R. it was probably edited for TV. So right. That is, that is right because most of the time when when you have fond memories when you're a very small child and you get uh, the viewings mixed up, you think mm-hmm. the viewing you watched as a child was the you know yeah the, then you, then the you release go out version. Buy the DVD or Blu-ray. You put it and go, oh. I didn't realize all this was in here. Yeah. Right. Much like Smokey and the Bandit. I will I will say, however, that Die Hard and Lethal Weapon we did see. Yes. Um, but by the time those were really going, uh, or we were watching them, we were much older, I think. Yeah, I agree with you on that. A little bit as a kid, but probably yeah. more of just kind of in passing because we didn't care. Yeah. Oh. So uh, looking, going back to the video game question, <laughs> I did not own a copy of Mortal Kombat. My... <laughs> In fact, and the my next door neighbor didn't own a copy, but he rented a copy a number of times on for his Super Nintendo. So I didn't even get to see the full bloody version. <laughs> but between me and him, we were definitely much more of a Street Fighter Two group of kids. Yeah, yeah. Than uh, Mortal Kombat. So I liked Mortal Kombat. I probably got to play it uh, later more with uh, some of my friends and stuff. Um, but it was not a game I got to play as much as a little kid. I think high school we played more of it. Um, but we also played, so like Killer Instinct, I think, was again, yeah. at that point, was a better game. Uh, Mortal Kombat was cool for mm-hmm. its graphic nature uh, more than any. Uh, it wasn't a superior fighting game to some of the others. So right. uh, it was cool, though. I mean, I own a copy of Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. So yeah. yeah, that's the version I played mostly. Yeah. No, I bought it because it was DC Universe more than Mortal Kombat. Right. Mm-hmm. Still fun. Well, that and Injustice, which is Mortal Kombat in the DC Universe. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I was I was more of a uh, Street Fighter when it came to, like, whenever you were in arcade, it'd be like, that was the one I went to because it was just funner. And I remember playing more of Street Fighter on, I think it was Super Nintendo, I believe. Um, I could be wrong. Prob- I don't remember what, uh, I mean, we played... Mostly at the house, though, we played uh, more of, uh, again, World Heroes. On That is true. That, that was the one we had, World Heroes 2, um, and Killer Instinct, uh, which yeah. probably is like the slightly off-brand version of Mortal Kombat because it did get kind of violent, but it was better, It did. I, think. So, I did play a lot of Killer Instinct also. So. Yeah. Um, I, I mean... Or Clay Fighters. <laughs> Clay Fighters, yeah. Clay Fighters 2 was awesome. Clay Fighters. Uh, anyway. Anyway, uh, yeah, there were a lot of cool fighting games, and Mortal Kombat was one of the beginning, uh, the big ones anyway. And I think it was mostly because of its graphic nature that got it so popular. Because, uh, again, it was the one where you were killing your opponent. Most of the others were, you know, just fighting to a, a draw, a loss or whatever. So. Right. You knocked them into submission. You knocked mm-hmm. them unconscious. I mean, the half the time. Wasn't, the character wasn't magically resurrecting for the next time they showed up. Right. Yeah, yeah. Very true. Um, so this movie, um, you know, uh, definitely not. I mean, I guess it it's PG-13. It's not made for kids, uh, mm-hmm. but it's not that graphic or anything. No. Um, you know, 
if anything, it's kind of a cheesy fantasy movie like you'd expect from this era, much like, say, uh, Hercules or Xena Warrior Princess. That's right. really what it reminded me more of than anything True. else. Yeah. Especially in terms of how it was shot. For sure. Um, you know, it's got Christopher Lambert from uh, Highlander. Uh, mm-hmm. No, there can be only one. Yeah. And he had to be the lightning deity in this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, which, which yeah. confused me considering he's an Asian deity, but they got a white guy. It happens. Hey, it was the 90s. Yeah, let it go. Yeah, it was the 90s. It was the 90s. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, is there anything else we need to say before we jump into the spoiler filled section? Get over here. <laughs> All right, so uh, then let's jump into the spoiler-filled section of the review. If you haven't seen this movie and you plan to and don't want to be spoiled, go ahead and pause and come back later. If you don't mind spoilers or, you know, you've seen the film, uh, since it is kind of old, you might might make sense that you have. Uh, feel free to continue with us as we start talking about it in more detail. Um, Round one. Fights! <laughs> You really had to break my glasses this time, didn't you? Hmm? You had to break my glasses this time, didn't you? Now it's personal. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what I missed. My mic kind of tripped out for a second. It's a yeah, bad well, skit. Okay. I wouldn't say it's a bad skit. It was more of a... It took me a second to realize what you were doing. So yes. I, I ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Um... Yeah, this uh, this movie is a movie based on a video game. I can say yeah. yes, uh, and and it did. I think the best it could storyline wise with what the game gives you, which is yes, not much from what sure. I remember. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, it's blood sport, but in a fantasy world um, <laughs> with uh, worse martial arts and um, that's true. And, and I no John Claude going oh. When, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, has better martial arts than you do. That's pretty wow, sad. Wow, that That's is sad. probably true. That is sad. <laughs> that is so sad. Granted, you know, you got to look at this from 1995 eyes. When I was, I mean, at this point, like, I'm watching it. I'm I, going, man, I, uh, you know, this, this is bad martial arts because I, I watch so much uh, mixed martial arts combat and stuff these days. I do believe Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, came out the same year. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm sure I'm it probably saying, had when they When they did it, and it's better, that's pretty sad. I don't know if I actually saw the movie. I think I did, but uh, the Marshall, oh, I mean, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. It's 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 about as bad as this movie is in terms of story. But Yeah. Um, it's on par with this, I'll say. I, I wouldn't say this story is bad. It's just cheesy. Yeah. Right. It's very Good cheesy, point. and they, like you said, they're going from the video game, which doesn't give you much, yeah. especially at this point. Uh, you're talking about. I think. I think we probably had a couple of the games out already. I mean, not right. many, but not. And they were definitely, and they were definitely adapting the first game. Yeah. Because, I mean, the fatalities they actually used are definitely from the first game, and mm-hmm. admittedly, they used only the ones that made sense. Yeah. I say that knowing they actually did the whole thing where Johnny Cage signs an autograph for Scorpion. Yeah. And yeah. So I was like, that's a little far. A little bit. <laughs> that, yeah. bra- that just about breaks the un- unbelievability of this. Yeah. I, the uh, believability it had. <laughs> I, I think, um, you know, the acting's not all bad. 
Uh, and again, I think they're just working with like an inferior product of a script. I, I, it's kind of hard to gauge the the acting overall. I think uh, you know Christopher Lambert does a good job playing Raiden. I mean, he makes some yeah. funny jokes, mm-hmm. and but everything seems pretty pretty good as far as what I'm guessing he's working with. So does the rest of the cast. Uh, Kerry Hiroyuki uh, Tagawa, who plays uh, Shang Tsung, the main bad guy. I think he does a good job. He seems yeah. villainous. I I, yeah. I believe him as the character. Um, I will take your soul. Yeah, and he's a good actor. I mean, I've enjoyed right. him in a lot of things. Um, no correction. Be like, your soul is mine. There you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I I don't think. I mean, I it's most of these people I don't know. So I'm I'm guessing that they're not big name actors uh, at this point. Or yeah. I didn't look up any of the people in this movie, so I can't tell you one from the other. Yeah. Yeah. Admittedly, I when I went into this movie, I was... I mean, I've seen Street Fighter, the movie, and I was not expecting a story anywhere... Anything better than that. And I didn't get a story any better than that. This is it's literally more accurate to my knowledge to the lore and the story of the original game far more than street fighter was. But, uh, this movie is just playing goofy. It is. It is. It's very now I, now I will give a credit with the, uh, the animatronics of Goro. Goro. Yeah. yeah. That, that was amazing. That was absolutely incredible. The, uh, Except the after am- a couple of minutes watching it, you can kind of see where the top half of the suit is. Yes, <laughs> but where, where, where the, the separation between the human body that's underneath the suit yeah. and the thing on top of it that's obviously being re- remote controlled right off stage. Right, but still, it was very good for its time. Very good oh, for yeah. its time. The uh, the costumes for Scorpion and Sub Zero, be like I thought when I watched it, I was like, wow, it looks at like the characters. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, well, I think they the three color coded ninjas. Scorpion, um, Sub Zero, and Reptile. Right. Yeah. yeah, those are the th- probably the most iconic looking of the 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 main combatants besides Goro yeah. himself. Yeah, yeah. Because everyone knows everyone at that time knew who they were. I didn't play Mortal Kombat at this time except mm-hmm. a few times at my friend's house, and I knew who Sub Zero and Scorpion were. Yeah, right. Because they had shown up and stuff. I couldn't have told you who Sonya Blade or Johnny Cage. Or even Raiden, to be honest, who what what was so interesting about them? But yeah. Sub Zero, oh yeah, he's the ice, he's the ice ninja. Yeah. Scorpion, uh-huh. he's got that weird little tail thing coming out of his hand, <laughs> which technically is supposed to be a kunai with a chain, if we're being honest. But they went really strange with this one. Yeah, yeah. And so, and so, speaking of speaking of that character, one of the worst lines I think this character speaks, and he's probably dubbed over, but it's. Get up here! Oh yeah, I do not know who was voicing Scorpion, but he really should have listened to the actual voice clips from the game. Well, yeah, yeah, it's uh, Chris just, Casamasa. Or just use the voice clips from the game without the digit- digitization or compression that they had to do to make it fit on the cartridge. So, uh, just so you know, Scorpion is played by Chris Casamasa. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's a martial artist, um, a well-known martial artist, at least okay. I'm, I guess. Um, yes, uh, his his father was a martial arts pioneer. Uh, yeah. 
Cool. Well, if that's him saying the lines, he's not a good actor. Well, he, well, be like, well, he he's, is he's a not... white person. Yes, uh, I understand. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I, I did not expect that. I would have guessed he was Asian, uh, you know, or at least that's what they would have went for. Um, right. But I guess that's why – I'm sure they wanted them to be capable martial artists. Oh, yeah. Somewhat, you know, and this – so – um, and I think I think at least all of those characters are is what it looks like mm-hmm. that all of the ninja uh, variants or whatever you call them Scorpion yeah. Reptile mm-hmm. and uh, Sub Zero. I always forget about Reptile. The recolors. Yeah, they're all they're all well. Reptile's the one who we don't see till the, the we don't the, see till the actual his actual fight with right uh, Johnny Cage at the till the, at the, around the end of it or was right. it Luke Kang? I think it was Luke Kang. Yeah, Luke Kang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because but, uh, uh, he when he throws the the reptile, yeah, we just get a reptile demon for most of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a very poorly made CG. True. Yeah, reptile demon. Now, now, mind you, the uh, if memory serves correctly, also didn't Batman and Robin come around around the same era? Could be. Um, so the, probably the, the cheesy jokes within this era is very, very loose and free. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, I think Batman and Robin came out in 97. 97, okay, two years later. So, you know, it's the... Production a year later. But this was the 90s. the 90s, yeah. Uh, If you were making something that was for teenagers, and it's based on a popular property, the writers didn't really care. They just tried to get a movie out. They were really interested in making the money in a lot of cases, I think. Well, and, you know, they're trying to find things that they can, like... Essentially, Easter eggs and little yeah. fun jet right. the product, and that's where we end up with a lot of corny and uh, you know varying types of humor. True, it's it's their way of uh, you know just trying to keep it from being too serious because it is a video game, I guess. I don't know. Well, I mean, bear in mind what like I said earlier, the idea at the time was video games are for kids. Mm-hmm. Kids of all ages will play these games, and this should all be good for them, and that all that's. And I'm sure, whether they knew, I'm sure the people who wrote and made this movie were aware of Mortal Kombat's history by yeah, this yeah. point. But at the same time, that mentality was still been lodged in their brains, especially for this particular movie, I think. And they were just trying to make the same kind of movie they had made for, I don't know, Teen Beach movie a go go, but with demons. <laughs> And a lot of kicking. Yes. Yeah, like I don't know. I, I think I mean I'm 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 pretty certain they're very aware of the fact this is a violent game at that point. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I mean I think everybody knew that before I mean time Mortal Kombat had been out for five minutes. I think everybody was final was very aware. Yeah, of, I mean Mortal Kombat is the reason the video games industry has a rating system now and no video games uh no 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 country in the world had a video game system before the esrb was created which was created because of this video this particular game Mm -hmm. yeah and technically night trap which is hilarious that that was considered worthy of uh observation (laughs) (laughs) i don't know that game so me either oh it just youtube it It, night trap fun night trap okay it is a FMV game that was ma- that uh, was released on the Sega CD. So you know the mm. video quality is great for this game. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it f- feature it's es- essentially 
an 80s horror movie where they try to do like gore and stuff and it doesn't work at all ah. it looks like it was made on a TV budget yeah like yeah. full house budget <laughs> wow um, let's see. it's bad is what I'm trying to get at it's ridiculous that this would even be the one that came up in court yeah in front of the national uh in front of the senate yeah and uh oh shoot what's his name he was the vice president al gore not al gore uh obama's vice oh biden biden joe no, biden. Not biden not joe biden i'll look it up later i can't think of the guy's name well you're probably thinking of mccain no, it was a it was a Democrat. Okay, I was gonna say McCain's known for being all about uh, censorship and no, it was that, it, so. it was a Democrat, and I remember it being a very big Democrat. When when was this anyway? Nineteen ninety five, ninety three, ninety five, somewhere in there. Oh, okay. oh, I can tell you off the top of my head. I'll look it up really quick. But um, yeah, I keep thinking Gore because that would have been uh, the Clinton it years. Gore it was. My mind is saying Lieberman. Mm, Joe Lieberman. Joseph Lieberman. That's what my mind is saying. But Lieberman was uh, running right. for uh, yeah, vice was, president. It was, it was Joseph Lieberman. Yeah. Was, was the senator who brought it to... Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well... Sorry, uh, I do know some video game history, so I got off on my own little tangent there. Yeah. Um... I, I guess as far as this game goes, uh, the I don't know. I feel like this game. Too many of your characters are seen as weak. Uh, I guess mm-hmm. for the good side, I feel like that's yeah. As far as like if as opposed to the game where you can win with any character. Yeah, yeah. but in the movie, straight, in the movie, basically, uh, you know, only one of them can really uh, be the one who's going to defeat. Yeah, the chosen one. Yeah, the chosen one. So Sonya Blade uh, and Johnny Cage are incapable of actually being there. They're good enough to be in the tournament, obviously. They're yeah. capable right. individuals. But and Sonya Blade gets, gets kidnapped, of course. Well, and that's the thing that really bugged me, is they had her be the damsel in distress yeah. for most yeah. of the end of the movie. At some point, she should have been able to break out of those chains and at least give Shang Tsung a run for his money before Liu Kang showed up. Right, like she not has a not ex- enough character to handle that, and that would have been an interesting twist on the old uh, trope. Yeah, the right. Damsel in distress. Very yeah, right. as opposed to being just the damsel. I mean, she doesn't have to accept his challenge to beat right. upon him, or yeah. attempt to stop something, or do she something else, or escape, or whatever. Def- and I she feel have like been able uh, to defend herself. Sorry, she should have been able to defend herself. Yeah. I feel like they, they kind of nuked her. And again, it is the 90s, so mm-hmm. they tend to stick to tropes a little more than we do now right. uh, on some of those. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I thought the story was okay, but I felt like there was way too much... Uh, I don't know. I felt like it was... Obviously, they, they designed it around uh, Liu Kang being the hero. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was just... Too which simple. Makes, which makes sense. He is, from my understanding, the quote-unquote hero of the game. Sure. True. He's the quote-unquote protagonist. Sure. But, anyway. Like, if, I don't know. If I was making it today, I would have made a female 
be the hero just for that change so we could see that you know and have everybody play some pivotal role or whatever right or or, or maybe even have one of your male heroes be the one who gets captured and everybody's trying to deal with it but mm-hmm. i feel like there's I mean, it's a very simple story, I guess, is the big... It is. It's just, there's not much to it. It's based on a video game where there wasn't, yeah. like... There really wasn't had to play a, story. a certain character. <laughs> yeah, the, the only... There's only, a, there's only an outline of a story that yeah. all the arcade modes had to somehow fit into. Yeah. Exactly. Liu Kang's brother is killed by Shung... Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. And now he's looking for revenge. Yeah, you know, and so there is that. Uh, I don't know. I... <laughs> I mean, I don't have a lot to say on this film. Special effects are kind of off and on in this. Uh, right. They're 90s special effects. Right. Yeah, but they're the 90s, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of the thing. I can't just go, well, they suck. That's true, but 90s. also... but also For the yeah, 90s, they're actually pretty good. Yeah, they yeah. were good. Also, I think this is the same... Around the same time frame, Titanic came out. Yeah. And the special effects on Titanic were... Yes, but Titanic could afford miniatures. Yeah, there was a huge, huge no, financial difference not. in the amount of money spent on Titanic versus. Yeah, it was huge. Um, Mortal Kombat was meant to get the college students and the high school students into the theater right before school started. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Titanic was James. Titanic Cameron. also Big came James out. Cameron. <laughs> Titanic also came out in '97 at the end of the year. So. Okay. So that makes more pop. sense because that would have been fifth grade. No wait, fifth. That's '97. Yeah. Yeah, 97. That's right. I thought it came out in 95. Oh, 97. You're totally... Everything you think came out in 95 came out in 97. Apparently, apparently I'm backwards two years. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is... I, I don't know how much they spent on making this movie. I would not assume a fortune, but they did have pretty decent special effects. They did, for the time. For a time, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know. I mean, it's not Jurassic Park. No. Sure. No. Not and it's not Titanic place. quality, but yeah. I think it is for 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 that time period. It's still pretty good. It's not it's not going to win any cinematography awards yeah. in that era, but yeah. I think it did pretty good. Yeah. Well, uh, look. Uh, okay, so I found it. Basically, it cost about eighteen million dollars to make. That was its budget, mm-hmm. and its opening weekend was twenty three million. So it made money. I mean, it right. got, oh yeah. Well, I, mean, I would hope so. It got a sequel. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, but it doesn't have to make much to get a sequel either. That's something we know from these type of films. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's gross worldwide uh, was like 122 million. So, you know, it, that's not bad. No, not at the time. In 95, no, um, especially considering it made almost, I mean, not quite 10 times, but yeah, you know, over 100 million more than it's cost to make. So, yeah. Also, look at if you had a movie like that, that, you know, cost 18 million dollars cost and grossed over 100 and whatever it was 120 something million yeah it'd be still it could still be considered a failure because they didn't break a billion dollars nowadays nowadays but you gotta be i don't know if you spend 18 million the nowadays and expect to make a billion you're out your mind just yeah Mm -hmm. uh but if you i mean that's just how the. Uh, we are talking about Hollywood here. They don't live in the. Well, no. Even, even in Hollywood, no one's going to expect a movie that cost eighteen million to to make a billion dollars at this point. They might go. We expect four or five hundred thousand. I could see, but there's yeah. no way they're going to expect eighteen million to turn into uh, a billion dollar picture. Most billion dollar pictures cost 
like between 200 and 400 million dollars. Okay, well, so. possibly if it, could, if it involved the right studio. <laughs> it, it involved like a certain studio. I get the that? feeling you're referencing something. No, I'm not. Okay. It's just like in, t- in today's studio market, if you do not crush that billion dollar mark or g- get even close to it, like your movie was absolute failure. I think that's only Disney. Okay, I, let's. That be- does sound like a Disney thing because Disney yeah. thinks they own the world. Disney's. I think Disney Maybe. owns seventy five percent of the movies that have crossed the billion dollar line. So they that's expect true. that of everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think they even expect everything to make a billion, but I think they expect it to be competitive with those uh, or right. close to. Uh, you know. Yeah, but also that that mentality is also kind of fed out into. You know other parts of Hollywood. Yeah, but I think they all, and again, I think they all spend way more um, to get there. Agreed. I mean, I don't know what the budgets are. Excuse me. Yeah. Like, Avengers Endgame costs three hundred fifty-six million dollars to make. Yeah. So I mean, you know, the only, and, uh, the, the only reason it's the top-grossing movie right now is because it went for forever. It was the culmination of 22 movies, and they did a second, re-released it with 10 minutes of extra footage at the end. Yeah. That was just uh, the DVD special features to get people back in the theater again to make it go over Titanic. But yeah, I mean, Black Panther was 200 million, Infinity War was 300 and something million. All of those were in that budget range. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, there is, yeah, I I think you're a little off, but I think... With those films made by Disney spending that kind of money, yeah, yeah, they're they're expecting close to a billion dollars. Yeah, I, I like that's why uh, things like Solo didn't uh, didn't do as well as they wanted it to do. Ergo, it it doesn't get a sequel. Gee, I wonder if the reason for that was because they released it six months after the most. A controversial Star Wars movie ever released was <laughs> true. I think there were so many things at play that hurt that movie. The release date, the, you know, just a lot of stuff. Yeah. I think they don't take any of that into account when they when they look at it. But that's for another d- day, I guess, really. Yeah. Uh, another, uh, yeah, another yeah. Podcast. We should probably talk more about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yes, yeah. probably. Um, but now, I mean, Mortal Kombat, it made money. I mean, so it does get a sequel, which we'll talk about on another day. Um, if we must. Mm-hmm. We must, because again, they're doing a new one, so we're yeah, talking true, about true. it. Well, uh, do well. The question is: Is the movie has it was it in production? Has it wrapped? Do we know anything about it? Well, I know it was slated for like a January release before all this went nuts, right? Um, but I don't know how far they got. But I know a lot of the studios are already back working, depending on yeah. where they're. Uh, where they're recording, I guess, right. producing the film. Um, but I don't. Yeah, because it's more often be like it's more often than not when, when we talk. Now we're talking about Hollywood. They'll give a movie a a release date. They don't even have a script. That's true. Shoot, that Jaws. True. Uh, Jaws even had that sort of issue. They were they were, didn't even have a script when they started recording. So yeah, I mean, lots of yeah. There's always stuff like that going on. Well, they but, have to uh, plan this stuff well enough in advance because there's. The marketing game and trying to pit the right movies in the right slots against the right other movies. Right. True. That's as much of a game as getting an Academy Award. Yeah. True. Yeah. And a lot of time it's about getting in the Oscar. 
Oscars or a, or what uh, uh, some some kind of you're thinking the, of the, the Oscar bait movies. We're not worried we about go. those right now. Yeah, because <laughs> Mortal Kombat is definitely not one of those. No, 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 no. But just in general, in general, movies that are try they're trying like towards the end of the year, they're trying to get into that that Oscar position. Okay, so the that's Mortal not Kombat... when Star Wars was released that late. <laughs> I know that, but I'm just trying to. Yes, Oscar bait. We were aware of yeah. Oscar baiting. They so according anyway, yeah. <laughs> Either way. So according to an article at the end of 2019, they had already wrapped filming at the end of 2019. Okay. Okay, so they're in post-production now. They can do most of that work from home. So we okay. should see it in 2021 unless something goes weird and they decide not to do it or, or decide to new mutants it. Um, yeah, delay, delay, delay. Right. Oh, we're going to cancel you. Oh, you get a second, third life now. Or yeah. Artemis Fowl that got delayed so many times and then released unceremoniously to Disney+. Plus. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Poor New Mutants. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, as far as this film goes, though, I don't think I have much else that I think needs said. So I don't think so. Anybody? Me either. Yeah, let's just rate it. Finish, Finish him. <laughs> okay, I'll start. Uh, I'm going to give it a two-star rating. Uh, I feel like while it doesn't do a horrible job... It is a functional film about a video game that is not really that entertaining, but I remember as a kid I didn't hate it. So <laughs> watching it was kind of was not that amazing for me this time, and I felt like, you know, I would have rather been doing a lot of other things. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's very... I like that they... And again, like I said, it's kind of like an off-brand blood sport with a mythology kind of to it of sorts. Uh, you know, but lower rated. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they didn't have a lot to work with, so they did something, and it made money. So I applaud the film for that, but I can't give it more than two stars. So that's mine. I'm going to give it three stars, and I will admit that my love of cheesy, corny movies throws the enjoyment rating up a little higher and might be dragging that average rating up a little bit to that three uh it's a it's a silly movie it's kind of a stupid movie but it's the kind of thing i would have enjoyed sitting with a group of friends and ragging on as we watched it it's a, it's not it's not a very uh it's i guess i still think i prefer street fighter the movie to it just because it's more quotable but uh, I still enjoyed this one. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a three. I think it would be fun to watch in a group and make fun of, though. I... Oh, yeah. I will also give it a three. Um, it's one of those movies that you can literally just put in the, you know, let it play, do whatever, maybe sit down and watch a scene or two. It's an entertaining film. It's not groundbreaking. It's not... It's just a middle of the road pop, you know, popcorn and coke kind of movie. They just, it's entertaining. It's an entertaining movie. The plot isn't really there. the The action is mer. So that's one of those movies you can literally just have playing the background. It's like, oh yeah, I remember that scene. Oh and it, yeah. It doesn't really matter if you scene. miss some of it. I mean, it's not like it changes that much. No, it doesn't. Yeah. So. Half, yeah. the, half the fights start without them even chase, not even in an arena. So right, 
Yeah, that was kind of the thing, one of those things. I'm like, okay, is this one of the fights? Are they just fighting? What's going on? Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. All right, so unless there's anything else, that's our uh, review of Mortal Kombat from 1995. Get out of here! (laughs) I'm doing the actual stuff here from the end of the game. You're just shouting Scorpion quotes. (laughs) Flawless victory. Fatality. Get out of here! (laughs) Fine! You've been listening to the Movie of the Week podcast. If you'd like to follow Jim, you can find me at on Facebook and Twitter as Passive Creative, or on Instagram as Passive Creator. This is Drew, and you can follow me on my photo bin on Facebook. It's at Drew's Photo Bin. Uh, you can follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759, where I try to leave a review of every single movie we review. And then you can also follow me on Twitter at GGeorge759. You can find Jacob on Facebook at... Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where I try to draw each and every day. You can also find me on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron. You can also listen to our sibling show that Jacob and I are on at thecellcast.podbean.com, where we review animated movies. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Please remember the opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and are those of the creators alone. At the end of the day, the only opinion that matters on whether or not you should watch a movie or whether you enjoy it is your own. As always, thank you for listening to the Movie of the Week podcast.